ما شاء الله any al that which was fabricated for many reasons by Allah it was created. The hadith that is classified as Mawdu'ah is a hadith that has been fabricated by a person and attributed to the Prophet and that distinguishes the hadith which is da'if from the hadith that is fabricated. A hadith that is da'if is a hadith that we cannot trust its authenticity to be attributed to a prophet. The hadith that is mawdu' is a statement, a word that is fabricated by a person and then that person gave this fabrication, this chain of a fabricated chain of narration and claimed it to be the prophet. The hadith that are fabricated cannot go unnoticed. It will be discovered by the scholars of the hadith. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna nahnu nazzalna al-dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidhun. It's we who reveal the dhikr and it's we who are going to preserve it. So Allah revealed the dhikr and Allah is going to preserve the dhikr. The process of preserving the dhikr, as we have mentioned and explained many times, is to preserve the wording of the dhikr and the explanation, the interpretation and the clarification of the dhikr. What is the dhikr? Al-Qur'an. Uh, what is the explanation and the clarification of the dhikr? So when Allah promised to protect the dhikr, this promise implies to protect the sunnah of the Prophet Thus, all fabricated accounts, they will be discovered. And they have been discovered throughout the time, throughout the history of Al-Islam. And how they were discovered is by, or by the efforts of the scholars who exhausted their lives in studying the Sunnah of the Prophet and recording the Sunnah of the Prophet Thus, they are able to distinguish that which is of the Prophet and that which is not. People fabricate a hadith for several reasons. Some, they do, they do that purposely to destroy Islam. Purposely. They are hypocrites. They pretend they are Muslims and then they fabricate a hadith to destroy Islam. 
Kafur Zidunga To support Their madhab Did you hear that? Yes This is how far people go sometimes to support their madhab And some fabricate a hadith in order to call people to Islam they fabricate a hadith that they seem to be encouraging people to do righteous deeds and they say by fabricating those hadith we are serving Islam an example of those who fabricated a hadith who they think they are serving Islam is Maysara bin Abd Rabbu al-Farisi This person he fabricated a hadith concerning the virtue of al-Islam or the virtues of al-Quran An example of a person who fabricates a hadith for madhab reason is a person by the name of Ma'mun bin Ahmad al-Harawi Ma'mun bin Ahmad al-Harawi It was said to him Are you aware of the Shafi'i and all of those who follow him in Kharasan? He said It was reported to us by Ahmad bin Abdul Bar by Abdullah bin Ma'amadan al-Azdi and Anas al-Fu'an he fabricated a hadith in his chain of narration that he says يَقُولُ فِي أُمَّةِ رَجُلُ يُقَالُ لَهُ مُحَمَّدْ بِنْ إِبْلِيكِ أَضَرُّ عَلَى أُمَّةِ مِنْ إِبْلِيكِ وَيَقُولُ فِي أُمَّةِ رَجُلُ يُقَالُ لَهُ أَبُو حَنِيفَةِ هُوَ سِرَاجُ أُمَّةِ he says in my nation there will be a man by the name of Muhammad bin Idris He is more harmful to my nation than Iblis And in my nation there will be a man by the name of Abu Hanifa And he is the lamp, the lantern of my nation Muhammad bin Idris is an Imam Shafi'i so this is clear how this person is fabricating this hadith and giving it a chain of narration. Also some people fabricate a hadith to come closer to the rulers and those who are in control as it was done by a person by his name I think Ziyad bin Ibrahim al Nafai. that this person he met Al-Mahdi and that was the, one of the rulers and this ruler was you know playing with his pigeon and he told him that it was narrated to us, he fabricated a chain of narration that the Prophet said, 
there is no competition except in the speed or animals that have the hoofs or hassock, meaning the camels and the horses. And this is a true statement, but he added to it for wing, for janah, because that specific person was having the pigeon. So he added that to a statement in order to obtain or to please the ruler of that time. So those are some of the reasons for which people fabricate a hadith. Also there is another person by Muhammad bin Ukasha al-Karamani. It was said to him that some people they raise their hands when they are praying while they are making their report. So he fabricated a chain of narration and he came up with a statement and he attributed to the Prophet where it says, whoever raises his hand in the report, there is no prayer for him. So this is fabrication. How fabrication is discovered? Fabrication is discovered when a person is known to be alive by following his and investigating his standing, he is known to be alive. He's classified in a liar category of reporters. Thus anything that this person says what might be classified as no doubt. Also the hadith could be discovered as mawdu'a because linguistically it may be weak. We know the Prophet was the most fluent person in speaking Arabic. So when a statement in Arabic that is weak linguistically or grammatically is weak attributed to the Prophet, we know that it is a fabricated statement. As in the hadith it says, La to say, La to say, La to say, what it says? La to say, Duni, says Salah. La to say, Duni, says Salah. According to the verbs and to the grammars, if that was correct, it should be La to say, Duni, not La to say, Duni. The reporters say, La to say, Duni. But this is grammatically wrong to say it like that. It has to, if that was correct, it should have been, La to say, Duni. So we know this is a fabrication because the Prophet is fluent in speaking Arabic and he will not make a mistake. Also, hadith is discovered to be mawdu' by the confession of those who fabricated the hadith. Sometimes they confess. A hadith may sometimes discover to be mawdu' when a person is caught in a lie. As we 
the scholar of Ahadith document the birth and the death of different supporters and the residency. If a person comes and he says, I met so and so in the year of 250. For that so and so who will claim he met him at, two, at 250, he died at 245. So it cannot possibly be had met him. So when those fabricators, when they fabricate their stories and they give dates that do not match with the record, they are discovered to be lying. Now we're going to study three more hadith, three more classifications. But this classification, those following three classifications are not related to the authenticity of the hadith. But they are related to whom the statement is attributed. Not related to the authenticity of the hadith, but it's related to whom the statement is attributed. Without giving consideration to its authenticity. It says, Al Mafur ends with the chosen, Al Mafur ends with a companion. Al-Maktur ends with a follower. Learn them all, my beloved brother. A hadith that is given the classification as Marfur is a hadith that is attributed to the Prophet. A statement that is attributed to the Prophet Regardless of it is authenticity. That Marfur could be authentic or it could be not. But when you say this is a Marfur statement, it means it's attributed to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam That which is attributed to the Prophet it could be attributed by, to his speech or to his action or to his approvals an example of something that is attributed to his speech is the famous statement of the Prophet sallallahu Verily, actions by the intention. An example of something that is attributed to the action of the Prophet sallallahu that it was reported that the Prophet made wudu so he wiped on his hoofs. This is the action. An example of the approval of the Prophet that he asked the girl, Where is Allah? 
chieftains above the sky he approved. So all of that is like the 500 Marfun. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه والذين تبعوهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين ما الحديث الموضوع for fabricating statements. Give me two. To purposely destroy Islam and to support one method. Give me more. So we can close to the rules. Journey equal to seven years of traveling 
that that is applicable to Monday and to any other day. But we have specific evidence pointing about the virtues of fasting on Monday. That the Prophet says those are the two, two days, meaning Monday and Thursday, on which the deeds of the slave will be examined. So I like my deeds to be examined while I am fasting. Then we started discussing Marfu'a. What is the hadith that is Marfu'a? Marfu'a is attributed to the Asr of the Prophet. True or false? If the hadith is qualified as that means it is, it is authentic. The hadith is classified as marfu'a. It is authentic, true or false? Question to you. Yes, I think the hadith classified as marfu'a. That means it is authentic, true or false? No, tell me true or false. True. True? Are you sure? No, really, it's Are you sure? A hadith that is classified as marfu'a. You can see that. A hadith that is classified as marfu'a. That means it is authentic. True or false? False?
feature is. Abdullah ibn Abbas is another one. So, if, for example, Abdullah ibn Abbas 
speak to us about things of the unseen. He will not be able to know this information but on his own accord. So that means either he received this information from the Prophet or he heard it from the accounts of the children of Israel. But since Abdullah Abbas was known to receive information from the children of Israel, when he speaks about things of unknown, we do not accept his statements as Masur Fukman. But if we have another prophet, uh, if we have another companion, who tells us about things of the unknown, Shaykh Yata'allah Fil things that have what happened in the grave for things that have to be with the day of judgment and this person does not receive information does not receive information from the children of Israel then we give his statement the classification as also when a companion gives a ruling in Islam that cannot be based on his own ishtihad. We repeat again, when a companion gives a ruling that cannot be based on his own ishtihad, then this ruling is classified as Mafur Hukman. Or when a companion does something that he cannot do it based on his own ishtihad. This action is classified as Marfu'ah Hukman. Like Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu anhu, he was reported authentically that he prayed Salat al-Qusur with more than two rukur in each rak'ah. Since this is an act of worship, Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu anhu cannot Establish this practice on his own accord. He must have a teaching from the Prophet to support it. Therefore, it is classified as Marfur Fukhman. Having said that, there is something that has the status of Marfur. There are some statements of the companions. It has the status of al-marfur. Example of that, when a companion says, "Mina sunnah kada," it is the sunnah to do this. Then that is having this statement. It has the status of marfur. For example, Ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhu. He read Surah Al-Fatiha in the funeral prayer 
and then he said, for you to know it is the Sunnah. Also, when something is attributed to the time of the Prophet وسلم, that practice, it has the status of marfu'ah. For example, Ismail bin Abi Bakr radiallahu anha wa anhu, she said, لَحَرْنَا فَرَسًا عَلَى عَهْدِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ وَأَكَلْنَا we slaughtered a horse during the time of the Prophet وسلم, and we ate the horse. So this practice was attributed to the era of the Prophet This is classified as it has the status of marfu'ah and interpretation. The hadith does not say the Prophet Heard of that practice, it could be that without his knowledge. But if he did not know Allah, knows. And since Allah did not reveal to the Prophet any information concerning the impermissibility of this practice, then this practice is considered a valid practice and the hadith that reports it is classified as it has the status of marfu'ah. Also statements have the status of marfu'ah is when the companion says نُهِيْنَا عَنْ كَذَا بِكَذَا we were commanded to do this, or we were forbidden from doing that. This is those statements, they have the status of marfu'ah. Now let us find a statement that is classified as marfu'ah only. The statement of a companion. It was authentically reported that Ali ibn Abi Talib said حَدِّثُ النَّاسَ بِمَا يَعْرِفُونَ أَتُرِيدُونَ أَنْ يُكَذَّبَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ Who can translate to me this hadith? Correct? Have you heard it before? It says Tell the people, or discuss with the people, those affairs, those subjects that people are aware of. Otherwise, the people will disbelieve the statement of Allah and His Messenger. This statement has to have explanation with Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu saying to whomever he was speaking to speak to the people about things that they know 
that statement has to ex- be explained because there is no point to speak to the people about things that they know. But it means speak to the people about things that they have the ability to comprehend. They have the ability to deal with. And do not tell them about things that will be of surprising nature to them. Even though what you are saying is correct. But if the people are not familiar with what you're saying, even though what you are saying is correct, do not say it to them. Because when you say it to them, they're not going to believe you. And by not believing you, as if they are not believing the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is a very important principle in making da'wah to the people. Many times you see things people do are wrong. But that wrong which they are doing, they have been doing it for the longest time. So if you tell this person what you are doing is wrong, the element of surprise will prevent him from believing you. The element of surprise will prevent this person from believing you. So you have to be with the people, deal with them to the level of the ability, their ability of understanding. If the Imam starts reading Al-Fatiha as he says, who deceive people who are very upset with his recitation, even though this is a correct recitation. But they are not familiar with it, so that will cause chaos amongst the people. So the sunnah is not to surprise the people with sunnah practices that you know of, but the sunnah is to bring the people gradually to be familiar with the sunnah. Not to surprise the people with the sunnah that you know of all of a sudden, but to gradually bring people to the sunnah. So this is an example of a mawful statement. Now we want to study that which is maqtulahu. Learn then all my beloved brother. So um, something that is classified as maqtura is a statement that is attributed to a tabi'i. Who is a tabi'i? The one who met the companion. Who is the companion? The one who met the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and died as a believer. In the companion died as a believer. I remember I say a person who met the companion, uh, a person who met the prophet, regardless whether he saw him or not, because a person might be blind. He met the prophet, but he did not see him. 
So we say a person who left the Prophet وسلم, and then this person dies as a believer, he is classified as a companion. So a statement that is classified as maqtulik is a statement of al-tabi'i, the statement of the following. There is another hadith or another classification but I did not mention it here in the poem and that is al-hadith al-qudusi. The statement that is attributed to Allah Azza wa but it's not Qur'an. statement that is attributed to Allah is say Qala Allah, but it's not Qur'an. This is called Al-Hadith Al-Qudusi, the Divine Hadith. An example of that is what Imam Muslim, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, reported in his Sahih, that it says, إِنِّي حَرَّمْتُ الظُّلْمَ عَلَى نَفْسِي قال الله عز وجل إني حرمت الظلم على نفسي وجعل وجعلته محرما بينكم. Your assignment for next time is to look up this hadith and read to us the hadith next time we meet in Allah in its entirety. And this assignment is assigned to Abdul Rahman. Now we're going to deal with a classification concerning the continuity of an hadith. A continuity of the hadith. It says, Al-Wusnad ends with the messenger through a connected chain of reporters. So Al-Wusnad is that statement or action or approval that is attributed to the Prophet وسلم, but it has a connected chain of reporters. But that in itself does not make it authentic because in this connected chain of reporters there might be a weak person. You understand? You understand this point? Now, pay attention. I'm going to say this statement and see if you fool or disapprove. Pay attention. Every Muslim is Marfu'ah, but not every Marfu'ah is Muslim. Every Muslim is Marfu'ah, but not every Marfu'ah is Muslim. Every Marfu'ah is Muslim. True? False. False? Why? No, I said every Marfu'ah is Muslim, correct? Why not? 
the Mu'afu means in, in the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that you say every Mu'afu is a Muslim. Right, every Mu'afu might have a uh, continued training. Very good. Yeah. This is what I want to say. Very good. Now it says, that which is connected to its end is called Al-Muqtasil, my friend. So Al-Muqtasil is connected to its end. The companion or a tabi the follower. But a Muslim, that which is connected to the Prophet This is the difference between a Muslim and a Muqtasil. But those, those definitions, they are not agreed upon by the scholars of Hadith, those technical definitions. You have to be aware of that. As you study more of that science, you're going to find, some might define the Muqtasil also to include that which is connected to the Prophet Musaysal reported keeping the style like he spoke to me with a smile. And Musaysal, it means a hadith that is narrated keeping a certain style in that hadith. Reporting the account with a certain expression which was repeated throughout the chain of narration. So each reporter will do this expression, say this expression, or do this gesture as he is reporting the hadith. It has no bearing on the authenticity of the hadith. This is al Musaysal. Having said that, inshaAllah, we stop here and we allow time for your questions. And next time we study Al-Gharib, inshaAllah, Al-Aziz, Al-Mashkur, and all of those will be classified as Ahad, and then we study Al-Mutawatir. Any question? If, if you have a question, uh, a question concerning an explanation not concerning a spelling or spelling of a word, ask. But if it's concerning spelling of a word, we leave that to the end, inshaAllah. Al-Musal-Sel? Al-Musal-Sel. Report is keeping the foul. You saying the report itself have a certain style of the reporters For example, it could be said, he said to me while smiling. Then the second reporter, he said, so and so told me this while smiling and he will smile to you too. To the one, to the, the, uh, the special reporter will do that smile to the recipient reporter. And when the recipient reporter turns to be a dispenser reporter, will do that same.
question to the other dispenser reporter. The hadith is classified in the Hukman. Is there any any less like, for instance, the hadith that is not for? Yes. There's something that is classified as Hukman and something that is classified as Marfur. The Marfur has more weight to it if those two contradict in any way and there is no way to reconciliate between the evidences in the, the weight is given to al marfur al musnad and al mustasir al musnad it is connected all the way to the prophet it's classified as musnad any account that is attributed to the attributed to the prophet with a connected chain of narration is classified as Muslim. Whereas al muttasil is any account that is attributed through a chain of narration to other than the Prophet. So it could be to the companion or to the follower. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا الأمين وعلى آله وصحبه ومن اهتدى بهداهم إلى يوم الدين وبعد what is a hadith that is classified as Muslim What is the hadith that is classified as Mustafid? Okay, true or false? Every marfu' hadith is Muslim. Are you sure? Yeah. No, I'm saying every marfu' hadith is every marfu' hadith is musnad. True or false? False. Are you sure? Yes. Justify. Because the marfu' is only talking about who it's attributed to, and not talking anything about the chain narration. In true or false, every Musnad hadith is marfu'. False. Are you sure? Yeah. True. Are you sure? Okay. Look at the 
every Muslim hadith is mashur. A hadith that is musilsal is authentic, true or false. True, but how about you? A Muslim Muslim hadith is authentic, true or false? You say every or any? No, I'm saying every Muslim hadith is authentic, true or false. Now we're going to start the new topic, insha'Allah. And we are going to be having the discussion concerning how many reporters are involved in the transmission of the hadith in every level of reporting what is meant by every level of, of reporting or by every tabaqa is the tabaqa that represents the dispenser reporters to the recipient reporters So we're going to discuss the classifications of hadith concerning how many people are involved in the transmission. It says one person reported al-gharib. Now understand the knowledge and keep. One person reported al-gharib. Understand the knowledge and keep. Al-Gharib linguistically means something that is lonely. That's what it linguistically means. A hadith that is classified as a Gharib is a hadith in one tabaqa or more only one person transmitted this account in one tabaqa or more only one person or one reporter transmitted the account tabaqa means the level the level of reporting imperative for you to understand what tabaqa means. We say there is a chain of narration. Those who are closer to the original speaker pass it on 